The Dumbo of Goats has been found. He doesn't fly, but he might have record-breaking long ears. But some people are disputing the record. They say it doesn't even exist. But controversy only draws eyes to the story. Simba is a kid goat from Pakistan, Karachi to be exact, and his 21-inch ears have made him something of a celebrity in his home country. With the fame comes comfort. Simba is as close to spoiled as a goat can get, but his fame isn't without controversy. The category of world's longest-eared goat doesn't exist. Guinness World Records doesn't keep track, so we can't be certain that Simba sports the longest of all goat ears. But just one look at him tells you that he's an unusual animal. God's creation never ceases to amaze us, and we can never say that we've seen it all. But we can be sure that creation points us to the Creator. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus, and this is a program for all of us called Hiding God's Word. For many, the Word of God is challenging. It cuts to the core of who we are. It challenges our sin nature. But it also shows us the glory of the cross and how Christ can be our blessed Savior. But still, even for his followers, sometimes his word is hard to understand. And in John 6, we read about a moment like this. In fact, many stopped following Jesus because they couldn't understand his teachings. But when Jesus turned to those who stayed, he asked if they would leave as well. And that's when Peter said those precious words, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And he hit it right on the spot. Christ's words might be challenging, hard to comprehend at times, that we all need to hear. We're going to think about this a little more in a moment. And we'll also be joined again by Aaron House, who founded a ministry in southeastern Pennsylvania called Piercing Word an organization designed to help people like you and me understand and memorize God's Word. And now they're going more national. Aaron started memorizing the Bible as a teenager because of turbulence in his own life. I was diagnosed with OCD, ADHD, Tourette syndrome, mm-hmm. and rage disorder. And these mm-hmm. things plagued me mm-hmm. uh, throughout my teenage years. And so mm-hmm. I ran to the Word. I didn't have mm-hmm. anywhere else to go. That's Aaron House sharing from yesterday's program about the neurological problems he faced growing up, but how God met him through Scripture, and that helped him grow in his faith in Christ. If you missed our full interview with him yesterday, we have that complete there on our website. And we also have the book that Aaron wrote with his wife called Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. Born out of turbulence, Aaron shares practical steps each one of us can take to learn God's Word and hide it better in our hearts. So for your gift to the ministry after the program, we'll get you a copy of his book quickly. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And our phone number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And remember, we still have DVD copies of The Most Reluctant Convert, the untold story of C.S. Lewis's conversion to Christ for your gift to the ministry. Now I want us to open this program with the City Harmonic and Let There Be Light. 
From the chaos you composed A song that all creation knows You took a mess and you made life You said let there be light Word of God, God from the start Recreating human hearts Make us like the moon at night there be light cut through the dark oh let there be light that's the title of the song let there be light by the city harmonic opening this haven today and a program called hiding god's word it's one of the most discouraging parts of the christian life wanting to but not knowing how to learn god's word and aaron house of piercing word ministry will join us again in a moment I can still remember where I was when I saw it. It was just a video on the Internet, but I was amazed. A pastor, older than I am, spending the first 15 minutes of his sermon doing nothing but reciting Scripture. 
I was blown away. When temptation or sin is beating at the door of your heart, what good is it going to be if all you can do is hold up a Bible? That was his question. And that's a question for all of us. I own so many Bibles, all kinds of versions, different languages. But when sin is seeking to lead me astray, not one of them come rushing to my aid. Why? Because the Bible isn't a lucky charm. And that's why I carry my Bible with me wherever I go. But not because I think it wards off evil. I carry it with me so I can pour it into my heart every single day. That was the point. The Bible is helpful. The scriptures are even breathed out by our Lord through the Holy Spirit. But the words are meant to be hidden deep in our hearts, memorized and known, so that when temptation or trials come, we know where we can go to find strength and refuge. I met up with Aaron House, and I talked to this brother in the Lord about meditating on the Lord's Word. And I want you to hear what he had to say. I don't want to put you on the spot, Aaron, but I do want to brag on you a little bit. How much of God's Word have you memorized at this point? And you're only 35 years old. Yeah. Yeah, well, by God's grace. Um, Thank you for putting it that way, too. Uh, I've memorized and recited before a public audience 26 books of the Bible. It's uh, the hardest thing I've ever done to memorize that much, but uh, it's the one of the most rewarding things that I've done. And uh, I, I, I tell my story in the Warriors of the Word book. Uh, we, we talk about how I endeavored to memorize the entire New Testament in one year. Uh, I didn't finish in a year, and uh, there's a whole story of how God used that in my life to shape me and even humble me and do different mm. things in my life. But it's uh, God showed me that I'm not, I'm not. It's not about me being the hero. It's about me equipping others and coming alongside the church so that they can be unified and know the Word of God and 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 wield it as as a sword in their lives. With that in mind, why don't you share something with me that you've memorized? Yeah. We don't have time for Isaiah or Jeremiah on the program, <laughs> but but how about a psalm Yeah, that God has used to minister to you mm-hmm. that he could use through you to minister to me and everyone else listening yeah. today? Yeah, so uh, I would love to share with you Psalm 34, which is a psalm that God used in my wife and I's life when earlier on in our marriage, my wife had several early-term miscarriages, and I uh, was really questioning the goodness of God in the midst of grief. Mm-hmm. And she would ask me to read this passage to her almost every night, and I, I decided, well, if I'm going to read it to you every night, I might as well memorize it. So I did, and uh, it's been a huge blessing oh, to her and, and I. and it leads you to Christ, yes. and, it, and it, it reminds you that Psalm 34 in particular of how... He guards us, you know, yes. he protects us, he, he encircles us, and, well, please, just, yeah. you're the one who knows that word for word, I have to open my Bible here yeah. Yeah. and read it. I would love to share it with you. It says, I will bless the Lord mm. at all times. Mm. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. Mm. He delivered me out of all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him. 
and delivered him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him have no lack. Young lions suffer want and hunger. But those who fear the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, and listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. But the Lord redeems the life of his servants, and none of those who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Psalm 34. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. Aaron House, thank you for helping us remember that it's Jesus' word that gives us life and strength. As we meditate and memorize it, it brings us life. And that leads me to John chapter 6, Jesus teaching about faith and salvation just a day after providing a meal to thousands. But he used a strange analogy. And many people actually stopped following him because of it. He had been retelling to this crowd the story of Moses and how the Israelites ate manna for 40 years in the wilderness. Moses didn't really give you the bread, Jesus said. The Lord did. And in fact, Jesus told them that day, I am that bread. In John 6, 51, Jesus said, whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh which I will give for the life of the world. We hear these words today and immediately think of communion, the Lord's Supper. But Jesus' audience could only think of one thing, purity. The law said if anyone touches a dead body or eats flesh like this, that person would become impure. And impurity meant they couldn't approach the temple. They couldn't enter into the Lord's presence by sacrifice. Why was Jesus telling them to eat and drink his blood? It was unheard of. It was disgusting. How could he be saying this? Well, Jesus wasn't finished. He went on. Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in you. Shocking words to a first century Jew. We know he was speaking about faith. To believe in Jesus is to partake of his body, broken on the cross for us, and his blood poured out for our forgiveness of sins. But to that audience on that day, 
It just sounded like dangerous teaching. A hard saying. That's what they even called it. And many left after that. John tells us that at this time, many of Jesus' disciples turned back and no longer followed him. They left. They heard Jesus' word, and it wasn't enough. Someone listening might feel like walking away right now as well. The life that Jesus calls them to seems too hard. But if that is you, I want you to listen to these next verses from John 6. You do not want to leave too, do you? He asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. Where else can we go? If you listened to the story of Aaron House, if you heard the full program yesterday where he told his life story, you know this is one sentence that he kept coming back to. He struggled with a number of neurological disorders. And all he had was the word. Where else could he go? He walked through such dark times. But he had the word. Where else could he go? And that's where we need to land. Memorizing scripture isn't just about filling your head with the word. It's about going to the only place that we can find hope and refuge in our times of need. Where else can we go? We go to the Word. We go to Christ. And we hide His words of eternal life in our hearts so we can hang on to Him day by day. Where else can we go? Nowhere. Nowhere else will we find such hope. Christ's very words are hope and life. Just like Peter, we can know who He is because of what He said to us. He is the Holy One. No one else can rescue us or save us like he can. So I ask, where will you turn today? Will you turn inward to yourself to try to find your hope? Will you look outward to your job or your family to gain a sense of worth or even strength? Or will you turn to Jesus and to his word and ask him to write it on your heart? He promises to be with you wherever you go. And he's given us his word so that we can be sure.
can we go? You have the words of eternal love. Where else can we go, Lord? Where else can we go? You have the words of eternal love. Where else can we go, Lord? Where else can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Where else can we go, Lord? Where else can we go? You have the words of eternal life. Show us Christ. Show us Christ. Show us Christ, oh God. Show us Christ. Oh God, reveal your glory through the preaching of your word until every heart confesses Christ is Lord. Just show us Christ, sovereign grace here in this haven today. I'm Charles Morris. The program's called Hiding God's Word. And I'm so glad we could spend more time with Aaron House of Piercing Word Ministries again on this program. His heart, his drive to help people like you and me remember God's Word is really significant to me. And Aaron just let me know that Piercing Word is now touring nationally to bring God's Word center stage at churches, colleges, conferences, special events, and more. You can find out more at his website, piercingword.org. Now, we all want to memorize Scripture, and I think most of us want to hide God's Word better in our hearts. But we can't do it all the same way. After all, God made our brains to work differently. Whether you learn best visually or audibly or another way, kinetically, Aaron and his wife, Emily, can help you with their book called Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. This book includes their personal story of how the word that was hidden in their hearts helped them through some very trying times. So take the challenge with me. My 70-year-old brain is not what it used to be, but this book has shown me that even I can do it. And you know what? I think you can too. You can memorize God's word and hide it in your heart. So for your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you your own copy of Warriors of the Word. Just call us now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or get it there on our website, haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And not to forget, if you were planning to and didn't last week, we still have that DVD, The Most Reluctant Convert, The Untold Story of C.S. Lewis's Conversion to Christ. And then finally, wouldn't you like to walk where Jesus walked? Especially if you've never done it. Would you like to pray where he prayed? Would you like to be with me there on Mount Moriah where he died and also that tomb where he rose from? Well, then join me on this adventure of a lifetime late this November as we'll be returning to the Holy Land. It's a small tour that'll help you see the Bible 
in a new and exciting way. Ask about it when you call or just go to haventoday.org and the pop-up will lead you to a landing page. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When on Wednesday, again, we'll get to share this great story. It's worth sharing because it's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. There are two things everyone needs, and there are two things Psalm 43 tells us that the Lord provides, light and faithful care. Light. John tells us that life is the light of humanity. We need light, not just to see, but light is what makes us alive. It's the Lord's light he gives to all. He gives light and he gives faithful care. He doesn't let his people drift into the darkness. He faithfully cares for them, protects them, establishes them. Psalm 43.3 prays that the Lord's light and care would lead us to his holy mountain where Christ is. And as we pray, the Lord brings us to Christ's holy mountain to be with us. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit getanchor.com.